Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we're going to talk about daydreaming. One of my favorite things to talk about. Here's a fun little fact about me. You all get to experience the therapeutic version of Kelly. (laughs) And there is also other sides to me, like the extremely irreverent and sarcastic at times. I have, I love to laugh and I love cracking jokes, never necessarily in a cruel or mean spirit, but I love, 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 love to crack jokes. And I'm very kind of I'm known in my friends groups for being funny, but also kind of serious. But underneath all of that, I am a giant daydreamer. I love daydreaming. It is something that has gotten me through tough times in my life. And at times there's this new concept called maladaptive daydreaming. I'm sure I engaged into that a lot of times (laughs) during my teenage years, but I have always seen it as a protective factor that I do believe that daydreamers live a happier life and that I think the biggest gift you can give yourself is the ability to dream. I talked about this on another podcast that I I did with a fabulous and incredibly thoughtful public figure in this space, Resma Menikim. On this podcast with him, I talked about, he asked me, how do I know when I worked with clients that they were healing from burnout? And I said they were able to dream again. That to me, the final healing that occurred, and it wasn't just with people who were burned out. I met people who had engaged in significant trauma. I worked with people who had significant sexual trauma, who had significant combat PTSD. And for me, when I knew that they were truly on a path to healing, I mean, you never perfectly get there when you have significant things happen. But when I knew that they were okay is when they dreamed when they had possibility back in their life. And if you remember in the last episode, we talked about the importance of being able to opt out of cynicism by opting into curiosity. And part of curiosity is knowing the possible. But a huge part of that is daydreaming, is being able to dream up worlds and lives and moments in your life. And For a long time, daydreaming is something I hid from people. I had a very kind of secret life. And on the outside, I was tough. I was really bought into this this myth of being strong. I was very much locked into struggle. I wanted people to know that I didn't daydream because daydreaming was silly. That I was serious and and thinking about things and and ready really for battle. And because I always felt like I had to fight someone or something, there there wasn't a lot of space to put forth the idea that I was a dreamer. I also thought that being a dreamer was something vulnerable 
silly, something to be ashamed about, that I didn't want people to know that about myself because some people weren't worthy of knowing me as a daydreamer. And to be clear, I do think that that's fair. I think that it's fair that there are times where you get to keep a part of yourself. We talked about this before in the podcast, that you're allowed to have a secret part of yourself that's just for you. That even if you have the best partner in the world, the best family in the world, the best job in the world, that you get to still have a little piece for you. And that might be where your daydreaming resides. For a long time, it's where mine did. And to a degree, I still don't introduce myself as, hey, I'm Kelly, I'm a daydreamer. But now I've learned to cherish that aspect of myself. And I will tell you that daydreaming made all of the horrible things bearable. That it was through daydreaming that I got past a lot of the hard things I was dealing with. And as I evolved past sometimes when I was daydreaming in an unhealthy way to really healthy daydreaming, it only just improved my life and my career and and my mental health and physical well-being. It's why I'm so passionate about talking to you today about daydreaming, and it's why it, it also is linked to joy. And this year and this season of the podcast, I really want us to focus on joy as being available to us anytime we need it. But part of the way we get joy is by dreaming and allowing ourselves to opt into daydreaming, opt into thinking about the possible and not putting limitations on what we think is possible for ourselves. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Trust me, the world does plenty of that. You've been in a job before. <laughs> you've been in a bad relationship most likely before. You've had friendships that weren't great. And you can freely understand how life can put a lot of limitations and no's and end a lot of possibilities. Maybe just it's been past trauma and past pain in your life. I've had all of the above in my life experiences and the world really can be the enemy of daydreams and dreaming period. And as black folks and black women, our historical legacy, if we don't adjust the lens with which we view it, can definitely make us feel like dreaming is silly and worthless. But when we think about the people who are visionaries, our favorite artists, even Martin Luther King Jr. and civil rights activists, they talk a lot about dreaming. That when you engage with people who are in activism historically in our communities, they all set forth a vision that isn't there yet. It's based on a dream, whether we're talking about Malcolm X or Angela Davis or Audre Lorde. These folks all put forth dreams that they work to make a reality because you have to start first with dreams to be able to follow that on with action. And that is what we're going to zero in today on is how to take and engage in active practices of daydreaming as a way to translate that into action, into a life that is struggle-free or greatly reduced at least of struggle and filled with a lot more joy. I think about, again, our legacy and our history. And we may have had parents and grandparents, particularly women, that didn't daydream much. Maybe they reinforced the message that don't be silly. You know, we don't have time for daydreaming. I got to live in the real world. And while we love our family and we love 
the heritage of the beautiful women who came before us. It's also worth acknowledging that probably the people who said that to us may have had a lot of love to give. They may have been a great parent or grandparent, but they probably weren't a joyful person. And I really think we owe it. I said this in an earlier episode. We owe it to our ancestors to express joy. We owe it to our parents and our grandparents to be happy. And more importantly, we owe it to the women who came before us to aggressively and assertively pursue a life of joy. And daydreaming is the shortcut to joy. It will get you there a lot quicker. Because once you start daydreaming, your world gets bigger. We've talked about how cynicism shrinks your world and makes you lean back. Curiosity has you leaning in. Daydreaming has you leaning in and expanding your world in big and beautiful ways. So where can you daydream? Anywhere and in any aspect of your life. You can daydream about the home you want. You've always imagined. You can daydream about the partnership you've always imagined, the friendships, the vacations you'll go on, the career you'll have. In fact, visualizing the future positively has amazing health benefits. And you'll often find people who prompt you. You'll have a prompt to say, what, see yourself in five years in your dream career. What does that look like? What are you wearing? What are you smelling? Daydreaming with all your senses and thinking about that is a beautiful way to bring more joy into your life. And so as you do that, think about where in your relationships you can have joy. What would a perfect partner be? be for you. And perfect doesn't mean that the person has no flaws, but more so, what would that relationship feel like perfectly? What would you feel like overwhelmingly more times than not? Would you feel safe? Would you feel loved? Would you feel a measure of softness and beauty in your life because you have a good partner? What would your friendships look like? Not the ideal perfect person, but the ideal feelings, the perfect feelings you'd have overwhelmingly with your friends. Would it be joy and laughter? You're a person like me. I think humor is everything. So the person that makes me laugh is bound to be someone who is going to give me a rich, full friendship. What about your career? What about your day-to-day life? What about your physical health? Daydreaming. This doesn't mean that we may have sicknesses or conditions that aren't going to be healed, that can't be healed. I know I have a couple, but I don't daydream about, you know, necessarily a perfect ending to an illness. I daydream about what my life is like despite it, that I am able to live a full life. What does my life look like without health issues? What am I doing? What is that picture look like? Am I doing some of the exercises I feel like that aren't available to me? Or am I able to get out more, have more energy? And again, daydreaming in that way allows me to expand possibility for myself. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, 
Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash BGB. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash BGB, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BGB. Rules and restrictions may apply. Last but not least, in your work world, where can you daydream more? Daydreaming means that we forget we have a toxic boss or toxic coworkers or that we're underpaid and underappreciated or that we thought we'd be further along by now and we got student debt or we didn't go to school and we wish we had. And it's not about that. It's about what would your life look like if you could freely daydream into the future or into the present of a career, a professional life that would be fulfilling and amazing. I want you, as your healing tool and practice today, to give yourself permission to dream. I've given you this homework before. I'm almost positive in the past, but I'm giving it to you again because I don't think we talk enough about the importance of permission and space. That you are not silly or weak or weird to want to daydream. And that honestly... Daydreaming is the path to healing. It is a sign that you are on the right road and you are seeing possibilities and you are moving and growing toward them. 
daydreaming is a beautiful way to opt out of struggle. It is a beautiful way to go to that ATM of joy anytime you feel like and withdraw as much as you like. You could do that by daydreaming. And so I want you to first give yourself permission to daydream. And then I want you to pick an area of your life that you want to daydream in. And you could daydream writing-wise. You could write down what that looks like. You could make a vision board of some sorts out of it. But the key important thing here is that you actually daydream. And you don't stop yourself. You don't say, well, that's never going to happen. You don't daydream from that space. You daydream from the space that has already happened. And you're just thinking about what it would be like. Again, I promise you, some of the most incredible and impossible feeling moments of my life became possible because I daydreamed them. I lived in Europe for years. If you would have told me that that was going to happen, I would have said, oh, I don't think so. But I started daydreaming about it and it did happen. I started living my life in a way that step-by-step brought my dreams into a reality. If you would have told me that I would have the career I have now, 10 years ago, I would have probably laughed. But I started daydreaming about the possibility of what my career could look like. And now I have not a perfect career, but a pretty close to one. I love what I do every day. That's more than most people get to say. If you would have told me that I would have a podcast where I speak to you, I would have never thought that was possible until I dreamed it to be, until I thought what it would be like if I started podcasting and I could help people and help myself as well on this journey to opting out. Make room, give yourself permission, and daydream today. That's it for this episode of the podcast. As always, you can share this podcast across all platforms and support it in four specific ways. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can like and follow the podcast across all of the social media platforms, which is at Black Girl Burnout. This includes our website, blackgirlburnout.com. Thirdly, you can leave a review and a rating. You could do this across multiple platforms, but for the sake of today, we're gonna zero in on Spotify, which you can do on your cell phone or mobile phone. And Apple Podcasts always has space for you to leave some stars and write some words. If this podcast moves you, please, please, please drop a review. It makes our day, and it goes a long way to keep the podcast going. Last but not least, for the cost of just your email address, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter, which is chock full of bonus episodes, affirmations, guided meditations, and free and early peeks into some giveaways for our uh, followers and subscribers. Okay, until we talk next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.